I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey. <laughs> I feel like hey, I, I can't really <laughs> Welcome to 90 Day Fiance, you guys. We are deep diving into 90 Day Fiance the other way. This is season two. Um, I am Ashley Bowden here with my wonderful panel. We have Linda Ann Twee, who has the tea every day. Yes. <laughs> and we have Sanaa in the live chat engaging with all of you guys. So make sure you comment and like you do all the time. And we have Emily May, who is in charge of our special segment for the show. So hi. Yes, you guys, we're so excited about this new season of 90 Day Fiance the other way. Um, I want to ask you guys, we have a ton of couples to to cover, but before we dive into them, what did you guys think overall about the episodes? We are covering covering episodes one through three, basically. Um, What did you guys think about where we are at this point on 90 Day Fiance the other way, season two? Well, (laughs) wow. I will say I'm glad we do have um, a Black woman on this cast, too. And I'm happy that she's on here and she's able to tell her journey of everything. I think I I really want to check out her music and her rap career because it looks lit the way she described it this season. So I would love to hear it. I think this season is going to be jam-packed, though. Yes. So much drama. I think it's going to even be even better than season one. And that's me wow. speaking early. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I, I loved like, so I'm getting back into like the 90 day fiance world. It's been a while, um, but I've always loved the show. And so watching this, I love this like branch of the brand because you get to see all of these other worlds that you wouldn't be necessarily get to see. And you have like such a diverse cast and diverse couples. And I love that. And I love how they're pairing people up and you're seeing how, how they're falling in, you know, falling in love and trying to manage family life and like the expectations family members have versus you trying to be a couple. So I'm really enjoying kind of, I I think there is going to be some drama. We've already seen it happen and it's going to just get even crazier when, you know, they're moving away from their home. Yes, Linda. What were your overall thoughts? Um, I'm excited for the uh, for the season. I like the diversity I'm seeing. I I know that we had Stephanie and Erica as the first same sex couple, but you guys already know my thoughts on that. So I am claiming Kenneth and Armando as the first real same sex couple. So I'm excited to see their journey as well. Um, and you know this whole Jenny and Summit thing. Uh, you know, Jenny has a little special place in my heart. Like, I just feel like she is the David of the other way. She's the y- Yolanda of the other way. So I'm excited about that. And like <laughs> Sanaa, I'm excited about Brittany. I think having um, a young Black girl that we can all relate to um, will be interesting because, you know, she's an influencer and she's a model and she's like a... Uh, <laughs> rapper. Um, what she does something else marketing she does a rapper. Everything. Everything. a rapper which is kind of like our generation we do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. so uh, I'm interested to see where that lays and then um, Ariella 
should be interesting. That her because I got a lot of thoughts about her already. Uh-oh. So yeah, okay, good. Oh. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you guys, I think that this is going to be a jam packed season. I think we have a lot of diversity. Um, definitely some unique characters on this cast, and I'm excited to deep dive into them. So let's get right into it. We will start with Brittany and Yazan. Brittany is 26 from Florida, and Yazan is from Jordan. So as we know, Brittany is a model. She was previously married. Um, that's a big secret at this point. Um, Yazan actually proposed to Brittany during her first visit to Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yazan is Muslim. Um, he is expecting Brittany to convert. So I want to ask you guys, what do you overall, like, what do you think about this couple? Do you think that this dynamic is going to work? Because obviously there's some fundamental differences between the two. Brittany is not interested in converting to um, Islam at all. He really, um, Yazan really wants her to do that. The family wants her, wants him to marry a relative. So it's a little crazy, but what do you guys think is going to happen with this couple? I don't know. I don't think they, I don't want to be a negative Nancy per se, but I don't really see it lasting that long, especially if you say you're not going to convert to Islam and you don't, you're not, she, the part that's disappointing to me is that she's not really as open as like even learning about the culture and like even learning about, um, you know, his side of things, because let me tell you, you're not wearing um, all of your rapper outfits, girl, in in his country. Like, that's not a thing. They don't do that. So I always say, like I said before, when you date someone of a different nationality than you, a different race than you, you have to put yourself and indulge yourself in their culture, too. You don't have to appropriate it, but, like, you have to know about it and be willing to. And with her not wanting to... That gave me the side eye on her, and I was really rooting for her. Mm. Yeah, I mean, she she has such like Brittany has such a great personality, and like she she shines. But like when you're when you, like you said, like when you're dating someone, you're gonna have to like understand at least respect you know their family and where they're coming from, especially if you're gonna marry them. <laughs> so finding like common ground, and there are fundamental differences, and those fundamental differences could can get in the way. And so it's like they have to find some common ground in the middle. Maybe there's a compromise somewhere where they figure something out. But um, I I feel like it's going to cause, it's going to be a tricky situation to kind of navigate. Yeah. Linda? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Is it too early to spill some tea? I don't know. Uh, I think that they're going to have a lot of issues for sure. I think that they are too different. And I think that um, Brittany is really trying to focus on her career. And I don't think moving to Jordan, she's going to be able to be the influencer, rapper, model uh, that she wants to be. And fun fact, I was trying to look it, look it up. Um, she actually does convert to Islam. So spoiler alert oh spoils uh, wow yeah she was talking all that's a big step she was bumping Uh, all of those guns yeah i found a post online and i'm looking for it that's what i was bending over here looking for but 
Uh, she talks about, uh, you know, Allah has us covered, et cetera, et cetera. So when I find it, um, I'll, I'll let you guys know for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was wondering how it was going to work. Like Sanaa said, she can't wear mm-hmm. her crop top. She can't yeah. wear, you know, all the hot outfits that she's used to wearing in Florida. In fact, Yazan was like, you're going to have to wear a hijab in Abaya when you get over here. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. So I'm wondering now, um, do you guys think that her family, how do you think his family, excuse me, is going to accept her knowing that she's a, not a relative. She's not even, she's, she's completely different than their culture and what they were expecting. Do you think that she's going to encounter some, I guess, pushback from the family? And do you think that that's going to be a deciding factor in if this couple actually lasts? Well, absolutely, because she's not even divorced yet. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I mean, yeah. we've, we've seen this with Re- Rebecca, uh, where she was still married and she was uh, trying to be with and stay with someone. Uh, the part with, I think that the family's going to have a problem with Brittany because she's not married. I mean, she's not divorced yet. She's married. So that's going to be disrespectful in the Muslim religion. Like she can't just go over there and think that she's going to live with Yazan unwed. And she can't even wed if she's still married. So I think it's going to be a major problem for the family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering how, I feel like Brittany might be a little spoiled because here's why I'm saying that because for her to think that she can hold this secret for so long and go over there and things just kind of go her way. I just think that she's used to getting her own way and like, oh, this is not a big deal. And it was just interesting when she had that conversation with her attorney and her attorney was just explaining to her like, hey, you might want to say something now prior to, Mm -hmm. you know, leaving because it's going to create a big issue once you get over there. So it just kind of made me wonder like, you know, she's probably used to being her dad's baby, her, her dad's baby girl. And kind of just getting what she wants. Um, So I think this would be a good, if anything, a good wake-up call for her. And um, a good opportunity for her to grow up just a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say it's like a, it's going to be a huge learning process for her. Mm -hmm. And she is going to have to grow, you know, because she's, what, 26 years old. So, like, she has to grow into herself and find out what she wants. And then also, like, if she is going to, you know, go into this marriage, like, you, you have to like grow together too and find those, those common, common threads. So uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting what unfolds. <laughs> yeah, Agreed. T, T Jettis in the chat said, Brittany better fall back and become a Muslim wife because there is nothing but converting. And sometimes even that's not enough. So take it from experience. So that's it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, so obviously we have some experts in the live chat. They did yeah. do it. Yeah, I, I don't think she's going to, like, I'm glad she did convert because I didn't think she was going to be able to get through that at all without doing it. All right, let's move on to our next couple, you guys. Let's move on to Jenny and Submit. Now, we remember them from season one. Um, Jenny is now back at home with her daughter, and um, she's living on her daughter's couch basically she has no job no furniture no car now that she's back you know home and things didn't quite work out the first time in India with Submit um Submit is now telling her that 
you know, he's getting a divorce. He had to pay the father-in-law, what, 20000 <laughs> to get the divorce, which I thought was hilarious, by the way. Um, but he's saying that he's learned his lesson the first time from lying. Do you guys think that Cement <laughs> is being honest about this divorce? Do you think he's actually going to move forward with this divorce and he's being 100% transparent with Jenny this time around? No. <laughs> Linda, was that a joke? Fuck, no. <laughs> Sorry. I said, was this a, I said, was that a joke to you? One thousand percent, it was a joke. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you know, you're wrong when your friends are thinking you're lying to their face. You know, you're wrong. You yeah. know, you're known as a liar when your friends are like to your face. I think you're lying. Yeah. yeah. When your friends call you out, like, yeah, as a liar, then. <laughs> Because I was like, damn, your friends don't even believe you. He really is the Lion King. You guys have watched us last season on um, the other way. Submit's <laughs> nickname, I call Submit the Lion King because he he's a good lie teller. It catches up with him, but he's he's a professional at it. So now what were your thoughts on Submit and him saying that he's turned over a new leaf? He's living a new life as a truth teller. What did you think? it's not it it's not the truth it's not it and at this point Jenny is just she's in the sunken place with it because I just don't Mm. understand okay you're on your daughter's couch her daughter her daughter and girl and um her partner partner. fed up they they Mm. are done this is ridiculous I think they are in the same boat as uh Yolanda's daughter how she's fed up I think they're on the same level of being fed up with this because this doesn't make any sense. Jenny has given up all her life savings. She doesn't have no money. She doesn't have a place to lay her head for real like you're laying on the couch. It's just so many wrongs to this. But I will say this. You guys might bite my head off, but Samit did go and tell his brother, like, look, don't come for me because I'm trying to do the best I can. Um, with this whole situation because he told him, did you have my back with mom and dad? No. And he really put the pressure to him and he kind of felt salty after because he really wasn't helping. So that's the good part about Submit. But other than that, I'm not the biggest fan. I think I he's still going to be married. Yeah, no, I got it. But the thing about it with him kind of pressing his brother, your brother's not the decision maker in the family. So that wasn't really impressive to me. I want you to press your parents like that, obviously in a respectful way, but stand up to your parents about your relationship with Jenny. We saw that Jenny kind of put her foot down um, and said, hey, I want to talk to your parents on video chat right now. And I want to hear them say that they're okay with me coming back to India. The parents weren't interested in speaking to Jenny. So that, go ahead, Linda. He didn't go, you guys, don't be fooled. He did not go and say, <laughs> right. hey, Jenny, who you guys hate and don't want me to be with, wants to talk to you on video. He <laughs> went, took a bathroom break and came back and said, they said no. Yeah. Come on. You know that that is true. No, I, 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 I have pants on fire. He was pacing the, the hallway like, what am I going <laughs> to tell this girl? Yeah. Like, Listen. He took a bathroom break and came back and said, yeah, they said no. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. They don't know that she's coming back. 
if mm. you really watch this episode, they yeah. don't know that he's actually going to move and live with her and that she's coming back. They don't know I yet. Think, I and I think that. that that was kind of, I guess, uh, preface when the friend or uh, predicted kind of when a friend said, wait a second, your dad is helping you pay the $20,000 uh feedback to your in-law your father-in-law but he doesn't agree with you being with jenny i'm not buying this so you're i think you're absolutely right with about that it's because he didn't pay the twenty thousand. he hasn't (laughs) he's paid zero he's paid zero (laughs) dollars and zero cents and that's why he got all defensive when they're like what your your family's doing what and he's like well because they love me Stop it. So you don't have to pay the 10000 No. No. Girl, no. That's why when Christina and Jen were like, well, have you seen the divorce papers? And and um, Jenny was like, oh, no, the lawyers have it. And I was like, oh, so we're already with the excuses. If you haven't seen the divorce papers, you should not be getting any type of plane and cashing out your social security when you're going to have like six like stop it and you know she really tried it when when her daughter said okay but have you seen the divorce papers did you guys catch us she said yeah yeah i uh, no no i have there's there's so many red flags so many red flags exactly and when she tried to come up with that lie that's when they looked at her like you better not lie and that's when she said Actually, no, I haven't seen them, not yet. And I'm just like, how have you not seen these documents? And to be honest, she needs to get them verified because mm-hmm. he probably is going to make up some fake ones off of like Word Facts. or whatever type in, <laughs> type in stuff they have, you know, whatever mm-hmm. software they use. And he's going to type up some fake documents. So she needs to really, you know, I wouldn't put it past him. And mm-hmm. I feel, oh, Linda's going to tear my head off for this. But 5% and actually really 20% of me feels bad for Submit because it's like he. I love how it went from 5 to 20. You're like 5 to 20. 20% of me feels bad because he didn't want to get married. He didn't want this life. Yeah. Like. It's an arranged marriage, his first so one, right? Know. So it's like, it's, but it's part of like his life. So he knew that that was what he had to go, like the road he was going to go down. And now he wants to but get out of it. But he didn't mean to, like, he didn't mean this. This is not what he meant to do. So nah, he didn't mean to go on Facebook with someone's totally different body and face and catfish <laughs> Jenny originally. He didn't mean to do that, right? So he also didn't mean to get married for two and a half years. And not tell her. He didn't mean to do that either, right? And then... <laughs> what, wait, what? Okay, 7%. Uh, so, uh, now it's down all to right, 7%. 7%. Went down a little yeah. bit. He tells the, big lies. So nah, he tells big lies. So what I don't understand, though, is how Jenny can still be okay with everything. Like, all of these things leading up, it frustrates me. Because <laughs> I'm like, how well, can you guys make sure it's okay? Jenny has to be okay with it. Remember, <laughs> Jenny has cashed out her 401k. She you had to be. She had five, six thousand dollars in savings. She's down to two thousand. So she has to be okay. She has to make sense of this in her mind, or yeah. she'll probably go crazy and want to smack some it. I, I mean, you know, 
it, in the chat they're going crazy what's the um, live yeah what's the live chat saying yeah the live chat i'm sure is so t t jet is um let me know if i'm saying your name right or wrong t jet is but Linda, they love you. They said, see, Linda preaches the truth at all times. She's the friend women need. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> also S Mercy 918 said he is a liar. And now he got her lying. To <laughs> <And then laughs> herself. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then um Raydella Lewis says Samit has been a liar from the very beginning. Day one. So, Day one. You that, know, this, yeah, I, th- just part of me just feels that, yeah, he didn't need to go online and find a Google image. All of that stuff, I do not condone, but part of him just wants a little love. And even though she's older than his mom and he needs to understand he won't be having kids with her, it's a big commitment. Okay. All right, you guys, let's move on to our next couple. We have Kenneth, who is 37. This is a new couple. And he is from (laughs) St. Petersburg, Florida. And Armando, who is 31 from San Filippo, Mexico. Um, This couple, this is like Linda said, I would say this is our first actual homosexual couple on uh, 90 Day Fiance. I wouldn't necessarily count Erica and Stephanie because there was some controversy there. So I would say this is the first solid situation that we're seeing. Um, Armando, like I said, is 31. He owns a pet shop. He has a six-year-old daughter from a previous marriage. Um, he previously came out to his family, but they did not, they were not accepting of him at all. And um, Kenneth, uh, he, who is 57, like I said, has four adult children. He actually has triplets, which I thought was super cool. And um, he seems really, actually, he seems like a solid family man. Like he's so closely knitted with his family. Um, I think the biggest challenge on his part is going to be, you know, separating from them. And the biggest challenge on Armando's part is, you know, explaining to his parents, because we saw him explain to his sister that Kenny is moving down to Mexico and they're going to move four or five hours away from where the family currently lives. You guys, do you think that once Kenneth gets to Mexico, do you think that Armando's actually going to go through with telling his family um, and his parents rather that he's moving away with Kenny and his daughter? Absolutely. I think he's going to actually tell them before he gets there. I think he's committed to this. Uh, we know that they've been together for uh, three years plus, and I and I think that he's he's going to come clean and he's going to have that difficult conversation with his parents for sure. I, I'm yeah. I'm a believer. Yeah, I see yeah. it too. I I feel like he's not the type of person to like spring it on them and like wait to the last second to say okay bye you know I'm moving away. I think it is going to be like they're going to plan it out together. They're going to figure it out. Um, and I really love them as a couple. I think they're really great. And I can't believe that Kenneth is 57. Can I say yeah, he's, that? He looks like he's, fire. He's fire. I, yeah. I was like, he's drinking like, a, you know, age defying, you know, something. And has four kids. Like and as, has a four single, kids. as a single dad. Come on now. You're, his skin is glowing. I know. It's incredible. Down the hair. We need his beauty regimen. For real. Yeah. Okay. I think so his kids. Yeah, I think they're going to make it. It was heartbreaking, like, hearing his story about, like, how 
you know, the things he's went through and wanting to just go and just die and get, you know, eaten a lot. Like, just the stories he was telling about, like, just death and because of what he has to go through in his country. And that was just really heartbreaking. It also shows, you know, America does have a lot of problems. We have a lot of problems and we're still going through a lot of problems, even to this day. But to know that in some countries it's even worse or like very strict, the laws are very strict and everything there. It just shows like, okay, this is, really going on everywhere and even with um them i really hope they last i really hope he's able to be transparent tells his parents and everything um Mm -hmm. now i do think it's gonna be they're gonna have an issue with him bringing his daughter i do think they probably will be like they don't want to like you know be far away from the daughter and you know she's a young age like i think she's like what four or five like she's really Mm -hmm. young still so i think that's what's going to be like the conflict in it is when it comes to the daughter mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I mean, let me go ahead go ahead Emily. Oh, oh no I was going to say I feel like the hardest part is going to be telling Kenneth's family as well like hey we're moving away like because they are so close and they have such a a tight-knit like relationship that um it is going to be a big emotional you know emotional step for them Mm-hmm. I think I liked one thing that Armando said, and I think that this was very telling about his personality and his character and the kind of person he is. And when he said this, I was like, okay, I think I think we're dealing with a solid character here. He said, it's important for me to tell my family that I'm moving away with Kenny because he's given up everything to come here to be with me. So that's he was basically saying that's the least I can do. So to me, that tells me that he's conscious and he's not a selfish person and he understands, you know, what Kenny is giving up to come yeah, and to be with yeah. him and the sacrifice that he's taking or making to be with him and, you know, basically uprooting his life. Now, his daughter, Kenny's daughter, um, uh, Kenny's daughter has a problem with him actually moving away and going, she feels like he's abandoning her and his grandson what do you you guys think that she's going to create an issue between Kenny and Armando down the road because I kind of I kind of sense that like that there might be some contention there yeah I could see that because you know he loves them and Mm -hmm. also you know he he she knows like they're his world like he went through a whole process to have him and he loves them. He wants to have a family. Like having a family is what, you know, he cherishes the most. Now, with that being said, I do see that possibly he might get a little homesick. Not homesick. I guess you could say homesick or like he's going to feel the the, the separation. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like they're going to probably try to do the switcheroo on the switcheroo and try to have him probably come to the U.S. now. So then mm-hmm. he can come and live there. So then they'll be on the 90-day, the 90-day fiancé Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Linda, I, what do you think, Linda? Yeah, Linda Linda's thoughts? laughing. <laughs> um, I think that, you know what I love about this, too, is that one of the great things about the other ways that you see how it is in other people's cultures, and I know that... Uh, in a lot of majority of Hispanic cultures, 
uh, family is everything. And so mm-hmm. when you say you see like maybe the sister's going to have a problem with it, I think that she's going to have a big problem with it because uh, most families, they stick, they stick together. And if you're like the single only male child, you're going to live with your family like he did in the back house and the whole family eats together. They all live together, all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that the family is going to have a bit of a shock for him moving so far away because um, from my understanding and from my experience and from the people that I know, um, that culture is really, really tight and family comes first. So I think- I agree. I think that just to piggyback off of what uh, something Sana said, I think when I was watching it, I was saying the family is going to have such a huge issue with him taking his daughter with them because I feel like since her mother has passed, um, the grandma and the and the um, the sister, excuse me, has kind of stepped in into that maternal role for the daughter. So you know that's that's going to be a big issue for them. So I think that they might uh, face some some pushback from the family uh, regarding that. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with that. Yeah. Um, Emily, did you have anything? Um, no, I, I, I'm trying to think that like, I'm going to try to be a little bit optimistic and say okay. that, that there might be some problems in the beginning, but I, I, maybe there's some, some pleasant surprise where like the, the two families do come together mm-hmm. because both are very family oriented. Like both really care about their family units yeah. and that's a major thread they have in common. So if they bring that together, then they could be one big happy family, even though they're a little bit further away. I think and they I- can make it work. I agree with you. And I think that this is the a first couple in a long time that I actually think they really want to be mm-hmm. together. Like yeah. they really are trying to make something work and not, it's not for publicity. It's not for the 90 day cred. It's actually to be together. Like mm-hmm. I agree with Emily 100%. I think they're both family oriented, but most importantly, it's refreshing to me that they actually want to be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that too. It's, it felt very authentic watching them. Very authentic. But I also thought that about Ash and Avery. Yeah, I mean, I've been duped, I've been duped over and over again, but I'm going to keep on for this one and be like, you know what? This is the one. This is the couple. Yeah. All right. yeah. We're rooting for so, <laughs> Right. So let's move on to uh, a fan favorite couple. Devin and Jihoon, they're back from <laughs> season one of The Other Way. Uh, Devin is, is, was quarantined in South Korea, but as we remember from season one, she moved to South Korea with her daughter, Drusilla, and the, um, the young baby that they have. Um, they struggled there living with Jihoon's family. It wasn't the ideal situation, so she hightailed it back home. And Jihoon, basically, with the expectation that Jihoon would get himself together, and um, he has yet to do that. Um, We're trying to figure out his financial situation. He's trying to figure it out. Dev is trying to figure it out. Nobody knows what's really going on with Jihoon's finances. What do you guys overall think is is going on with Jihoon? Is he being upfront and honest about his finances do you think he really wants to be a family man or do you think he's in over his head um at this point he doesn't even know how much his job pays Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't (laughs) 
who who okay let let me just say this much i don't understand you know okay she gets pregnant i have my own thoughts on that but we're here now the baby is here and mm-hmm. he doesn't have a job he was stealing phones he was stealing iphones in the beginning remember she called him out told him you need to get a, a place i'm not staying in your mom and dad's place it's super small. I have a baby. I have a toddler. It's not going to work. She warned you. So she went back to the States. You still, when she FaceTimes you, you don't know what tile. That's it. Tile. Right. Let me know if tile is hiring because you get 7000 a month on tile. So it's just, um, you don't know how much it is. Then you say serving and you still get around $7,000 on serving? Which restaurant is this? And then on top of it, everything is closed because it's quarantine. So he just frustrates me because I don't think he takes it serious. And all he wants to say is baby and smile Mm -hmm. and money, money, money. And trying to make her calm down. Like, sir, she's moving here. I personally think she shouldn't even do the move. Mm -hmm. I think she needs to stay in the U.S. Have him. You have to IRS him. Okay. You need to see some check stuff. You need to see a selfie of him at work with the work <laughs> uniform with the manager to, to prove oh my God. that you work there. Not just some that. collateral. I need, some- <laughs> I need to see an apartment lease with your name on it. I want to see the leasing agent, and you take a selfie with him, and you're and you're actually doing it, and him giving you the keys. I need to see. Um, receipts that you're buying stuff for the baby so I need some clothes I need um, all of this I need some receipts before we just pick up and move for a month and then you gotta cut that's too much it's too much call me Devin if you want to help get some receipts I, I feel like you need to start like a spreadsheet you got it all mapped out you're all ready okay. <laughs> you're gonna she organize needs to come up with a powerpoint <laughs> Well, remember he was saying that when Devin initially said, um, you know, how much are you making from the title job? He said like four thousand. And she said that wasn't enough. And then she said, Aren't you doing deliveries or something like that? And he said, Yeah, I make an additional three thousand. So I think he was saying in combination, he's bringing Mm -hmm. home about seven thousand. But he didn't seem confident in that number at all. I think he was just saying whatever he needed to in that moment to shut her up. Yeah. I mean, um, I know he, they're, yeah, they're, I know they're like struggling with like language barriers and trying to like, uh, trying to like understand next steps and figure things out. But I feel I, I, you're so right. We're like, we, you need to have a plan before you get on a plane and like move your whole, like move your kids over into another country. You need to have all that set. And um, I feel like it's like, you have to think about your kids at this point, like, mm-hmm. and you know, put yourself to the side and say, what's best for my kids. And, right. you know, you, you have to have security. And so I, I did appreciate that she got an apartment set. Like she got one for herself and mm-hmm. was like, okay, you know, I have it just in case, but, but she's yeah. even doubting herself and mm-hmm. doubting the situation. And if she's, if she has like a 1% doubt, she should not be doing it. He doesn't even yeah. have a job. He lied. Right. Yeah. He lied. I know. He, he, what type of tile do you put down? 
ask him that. What type of tile do you pick, man? <laughs> what kind of Linda, tile? Linda, what do you think? Do you think this is like a rerun from season one? Because I feel like this is the Repeat. same storyline between Jihoon and Devin. It was his money situation. He couldn't get it together. What do you think? Listen, Jihoon is Samit 2.0. He's just a younger version of him. He's a liar and a liar and a liar. And you want to know why he doesn't know how much he's making is because he doesn't have a job. And he even, <laughs> we are going to find out next episode that he didn't ever have a job. He didn't look for a job. He doesn't have a place. He just lies. He mm. lies and lies and lies because he doesn't want to have the discussion with uh, Devin about actually being responsible and I think it's crazy I think it's crazy I think that what's going to happen is that she's going to end up supporting them 1000% um, as you see with the little clips and her modeling and all of that stuff mm -hmm. um, but he's not interested I mean he's 29 years old he's not 22 guys he's not 23 he's 29 years old with no job yeah. with no place to live and he's supposed to take care of four people Mm -hmm. it's a past, yeah, I got the it's, feeling it's that he was just point of, over his head. Yeah, it's past the point of no return with him. <laughs> I feel yeah. like Listen, keep her at that point. You better, you know, that saying, you better or get off the pot. That's yep. it. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys, let's move on to our last couple. We have Ariella, who is 27 from Princeton, New Jersey, with her guy. Um, his name, and I'm going to make sure I get it right, you guys, is Binyam. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he is from Ethiopia. She's pregnant. Uh, she got pregnant very quickly by him. Uh, she decided to move to Ethiopia to have her baby there with him because it was going to be too difficult to have him come to the States. Um, she works with her dad in his cardiologist's uh, office. Um, what do we... What, I'm nervous for her because I don't know, and I don't want to get dragged for this. I don't know the how safe it is for her to have a baby there in Ethiopia. And her mom is nervous. Her family is nervous. We saw them have that round table at dinner. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Do you think she's going to actually go through with all of this? Do you think this is going to be a successful relationship? What are your thoughts? Linda, I see your face. You look real irritated with them. Because you're... Well, I'm not irritated. I'm, I, okay. Which part am I answering? So I think that this relationship already has red flags. I feel like it's weird that we didn't really get to spend time and meet him and see how he moves around, um, mm -hmm. which I thought was weird. Uh, I think that uh, they're not addressing the serious differences between the two of them. And when the dad, what did the dad say? Why can't you have found just Find a, a nice boy from Brooklyn instead of an Ethiopian? That's mm -hmm. the volumes to me and on the underlying message what he was saying. So I think that that's an issue that needs to be addressed. But as far as your question about having a baby in Ethiopia, they have babies in Ethiopia every single day. And no. I know that, but they, the doc, she said with the doctor, the doctor was saying that they have a high mortality rate there, et cetera, et cetera. Her defense was, you know, it's because they have, they have babies at home a lot. So they're just concerned about them having the proper medical treatment if something goes left. Do you think that she's going to end up going? Yeah, there, and there's no, she's not going to have the option to have uh, an epidural. So what do you think is going to happen with this? 
I mean, I'm trying, I mean, I, I feel like she, I mean, she, an option is she could wait. She could, you know, they can do like wait, have, have the baby, you know, in, in the, the United States, States and then oh. move. Um, that's an option if she feels like she's not comfortable, you know, going the other route. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of tension with her family and a lot of issues that came up, um, like Linda said, at that dinner table that like made, made me uncomfortable. And that is going to be a huge issue for her if she like, you know, she's having a baby with him. And so they're connected forever. And there's going to be some tough, like tough conversations at that table. If the, if like her family is not accepting the relationship. And you have to see the pattern that he he's in, right? So he's yeah. already been married to an American really quickly, has a two and a half year old mm-hmm. son, which is not that long ago. And now the ex is back in America and they're not on speaking mm-hmm. terms and boom, all of a sudden you're now having another baby yeah, from another woman a- in America. And you guys don't really know anything about each other. So there's a pattern of behavior there that, that really needs to be addressed. Like this, this couple to me is red flags all over the place. Yeah. yeah, and that also was- like, and, and also when it comes to her, she said she it was about three months, right? And then she got pregnant, right? So it's like the ninety day on the ninety day. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why you got pre- like. I mean, I understand, but it's just crazy to me how you know he's had a past with him I want to know um what she looks like as well like maybe do they look similar like do they have similarities to themselves and that's just like he just likes women of that type I just think it's weird you know that she knows this type of stuff and she's just like it's normal I'm not I don't really advocate a lot of the coming to people like coming to women as a woman you know, the whole, like, I'm going to come to you as a woman type thing. Mm-hmm. But I think she needs to do some private investigating or hire maybe um, David's private investigator since he doesn't need one. Um, he should probably, she should probably hire his or maybe Yolanda's and figure out what, how long were they married? Who is she? And some more details because it's not making too much sense. But I guess she has to go through with it because you already have the baby. Yeah, I mean, it's it is like she's like like pushing it under the rug, where she's like, "Oh, we're not going to worry about it until it's an issue," and like, but there's these patterns. And what happens if he goes and does something again? Like, it's it is an issue. I mean, even thinking about culturally, she's like, "I'm my baby's going to be raised the way I want my baby to be raised." You haven't even had that conversation. it's the father of this child. Like, yeah. yeah, you guys have to have some. It's it's a mess as far as I'm concerned. It's a mess. Yeah, this they, is not like a couple. Said, yeah, it is not a couple that I see like I'm really rooting for. Like, I I just don't. I I feel like there's there's a lot of conversations that have to happen so they can be on the same page. Yeah, the, a lot of differences, the, religious differences, mm-hmm. etc. Let's move on, you guys. Some news and gossip. Um, Linda, what tea do you have for us tonight? What 90 days tea do you have for us tonight? I'm going to say this, I'll preface it this way. If you guys do not want to be spoiled on the very first episode, then you should just plug your ears because <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and spoil a whole lot of this stuff. So Ooh. I'm going to start with uh, Yazan. So there are already leaked screenshots um, that show that Yazan has been sending flirtatious, flirtatious messages 
to an unknown person. Um, and it looks like the message says, hey girl, you're really sexy. And he includes various heart emojis along with um, the text message. Then allegedly, I'm gonna say allegedly because I can't back this up and the source from this, I'm not sure if they can back it up. There's even audio clips as well as a video message. Um, and based on that, people are saying that he's already creeping on this relationship. Um, and it looks like he's not hiding his ident identity and people, are, you know, y'all are online sleuths. You guys find everything. So it's not 100% confirmed, but it looks like there's already trouble in paradise. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, guys, it's, it's, it's a lot. Ooh, and then... Pressure. <laughs> the pressure. Um, <laughs> moving on to, uh, I'm going to do Devin and Jihoon. And again, guys, if you don't want to be spoiled, because you know, I know they're a fan favorite, they're one of my favorites, but uh, it looks like in present day, so I don't even know what day it is today because, you know, I'm in quarantine, but June, June 2020, um, they're no longer together. It looks like um, she's back in the U.S. We all knew that she was back since since this whole COVID-19 yeah. and all of that stuff. She's still here. But it looks like, and I'm just going to go ahead and say that according to, because this is not my own digging, but according to Soap Dirt, their sources say the duo have completely split. Um, and they're saying that Devin's actions are telling them that this is indeed true because we know she's back in America and we know that uh, Jihoon, and if we can pull that up, Jihoon has scrubbed his Instagram clean. And if you look at it, uh, all you see on his Instagram is four pictures and three of them are just a tour of him. One of is of a bike and one of it is him and his baby. That's it. And they're saying that also because they've both been very quiet and before, you know, they were promoting their YouTube page and their travel stuff and all of that, but they've been kind of quiet, which is also tried confirming that they, they've probably split up. So what we're seeing now in this season is just we're a little bit behind. So sorry, guys. Sorry to spoil it for you. That was a spoiler. Oh my gosh, that yeah. was, but that's okay. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk about Brittany a little bit. And again, I don't. I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't know why I do this, but I have. I just I, it happens. Okay, so we know that Brittany is um, an influencer. She's a model. She's an actor. She's a rapper. Um, she, guys, if you didn't know, has two only fans accounts. So you already know that she's ahead of the curve because a lot of the 90 days were just jumping on um, the only fans. Mm -hmm. uh, she already also has, because of her influencer status, uh, 320,000 Instagram followers, but she's getting dragged through the media that she bought, quote unquote, the followers. So she's kind of going back and forth with people on that. Um, but She's saying that she shifted her brand and quote, I took all my photos down and changed my name. I changed my brand. That's why I have uh, 300, 
plus thousand followers and not a lot of likes or comments. If I post a booty picture, I'll have like 39,000 likes, but I don't want to. So she goes on to say that. Now, here we go, guys. So we talked about the storyline between Yazan and Brittany, and it just dropped like just before we aired on Starcasm that, you know how she said that she's keeping a secret and that she is uh, married? Well, it looks like she's actually not married. And this is kind of just like a little bit of a wool over our eye situation. So apparently she filed for divorce in September of last year and her divorce was granted uh, February of this year. And so uh, she got a default judgment granted. There is a post-decree calendar, which means uh, there's a motion to enforce something in the divorce by one of the parties. But if you look at the timeline and when she filmed, she's already, she was already divorced by the time she started filming the other way. So it, this might not really even be an issue. Um, so yeah, guys, that is most of the news. Let me just pull up this to make sure I'm not forgetting anything else that I wanted to share with you guys. Oh, I did want to share some pictures. Oh, and I did want to talk about Armando. So there is more. Um, I'm going to talk about the good stuff first. So uh, Armando and Kenneth have kind of turned out to be some fan favorites already out the gate. And they've been posting a lot on social media. So one of the photos that um, I wanted to show was the black and white photo. And it's of uh, all his kids and his grandkids. And he says, my heart and soul, my children and my grandson. And he names them all. And um, I just think like what we said, it, it reinforces that they're like a tight knit family. The next photo he posts is really cute of his grandson with his big green eyes, um, which I just think is adorable. Um, and then just like Emily said, like I can't believe that this guy is 57 years old and we see him sitting on um, some stairs in a black shirt with sunglasses and just kicking it. And it really looks like he's in Mexico already. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this is his retirement plan. He has his retirement plan set. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then here's how I know that things are good and that we know that they've been together for a while. There's a photo of uh, Armando and Kenneth, um, Armando's daughter, and then Kenneth's daughter, and then another lady that I'm not sure of, but you can see that the family is blended, and you can see that they seem like, you know what, we've, we're going to be okay. Like, this is going to be a good thing, and it looks real, you know, because if you got your families involved in it, then that's a great thing. So, um, Armando posted something on his Instagram, because I guess a lot of people have talked about the passing of his ex-wife, and mm -hmm. I wanted to pull it up uh, real quick, so bear with me. Okay, so it's long, but... Uh, I'm going to read it to you. So a message from Armando. He says, this message is to clear up my daughter's mother's passing. I'm addressing this to clear up any confusion as I did not want to go into specifics on the show, but now I find it necessary. By then, no, my then wife and I had been separated for a few months before her passing for a number mm -hmm. of reasons. 
one of which was anger issues she was working on. During our separation, we were working on rebuilding our friendship again. During the divorce proceedings and on the evening of her passing, a disagreement took place over finances, and I thought it would be best to leave the situation and return back to my home. After that, 15 to 20 minutes later, I was driving down the highway and I was shocked when I was suddenly struck from behind and then was hit again. As I continued down the highway, I then realized it was my ex-wife and before I knew it, she lost control of her vehicle and passed away on the scene. <gasps> as you oh can understand, God. as you can understand, this is a very tragic event in the life of my daughter and I, as we lost her and, and an unborn baby. This is a very difficult moment for everyone involved, myself, our family, our friends, and has been a long grieving process. And out of respect for my daughter's mother and her memory, I ask for your empathy and understanding on this personal tragedy. Thank you. Oh my, oh my God. God. That, uh, yeah, I'm glad we didn't shocked. say all that on the show. I don't feel like that needed to be said no, on the show. That's but so personal. I respect him. Yeah. So I, man, they're mine. Yeah. I really hope they do not. This people. I don't yeah. think they are. Um, and then they're so beautiful together. They really are. And he just, I mean, Armando already just seems like he's gone through so much. I know. He needs like some happiness. Yes. That's what I was going to say. He deserves to be loved the way he wants to be loved. And on that note, I'll just say this. Uh, he also posted completely humbled and amazed by all the love, kind words and support I've received from all over the world these last few days. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. When Kenny and I decided to share our story, one of our wishes was to possibly change minds minds to show that gay love is love. I particularly like to note a message I received that filled me with extreme joy. A very religious woman who had her thoughts set about homosexuals believed she would never accept it in her life. And after watching our episode, it opened her mind and heart. She expressed being compelled and feeling the need to reach out. With just one episode, she herself was surprised by the impact this made in her life and personal beliefs and expressed all her love and support. This made my day. And so, guys, I do think that this couple is going to make it. They've posted a lot of pictures of them together. Um, and so I just think it's going to be a good thing. And that is my news and gossip. Oh and, all right, thank you, Linda, yeah. for that tea. That was, that was a lot of tea. That was so beautiful. That was and, like, amazing. At the, and that was heavy. At at the end too, I, I just want to say this quick thing. Um, I love how he shared how the woman had her, her mindset on, you know, what a specific group of people are like, and this is how she said on it. And she was able to open her mind and to realize that there's other, you know, people who are different than you and it is okay. And I think that's a, a lesson a lot of people can even learn now in today's time too, especially with everything going on. Okay. Agreed. Really quick, you guys, just some really quick predictions for next week. What do we think is going to happen? Emily, I'll go to you first. Oh my goodness. Um, oh God, I don't even know where to start. There's so, so many couples and so much happening. Pick, pick um, one couple. Quick prediction. Oh gosh. Um, Oh my goodness. I don't know. Someone else go. Okay. So now <laughs> I think, um, that Ji Hoon is going, 
I really do think Jing Hoon is going to mess some more stuff up and have another wrench. I just think that Devin is really going to lay it on him about his job. Okay. I think Jenny's going to land in India and she's going to be in for a shock of her life. She's going to go to the apartment yes. and realize that Samit has been lying about everything and that the parents don't know that she's actually coming back for the third time. Yeah, I agree. I think Jenny's going to be in for another not so shocker shocker. Like, oh, I was hoping this didn't happen, but it ended up happening. So I, I hope I hope Samit gets it together. But we shall see. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. Uh, before we go, I just want everybody to get their social media handles out. Linda, did you have something to add? Yeah, can we do a quick shout out real quick? Yes, let's uh, shout everybody out in the live chat. Sana, do you want to shout out everybody? Or yes. Let, it's so many people. It's about 50 people, but just some of the people who've been really active um, is Ray Della Lewis, T. Jettis, Stel Wonk, Barb King, yeah, Barb King. Um, let's see, yeah, though, that's about all the people that's really been commenting in here. Okay, and Edith Moss, Edith Moss, too. That's amazing. Thank you guys all so much for hanging out with us as you do on all of our 90 day shows. Y'all keep the live chat popping in our comment section popping. We appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you, if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Give us a thumbs up um, on the video as well. We appreciate all of you. Uh, before we go, everybody can give their social media handles. Uh, so now I'll start with you. Yes. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore S-A-N-A um, underscore as well as on Twitter at I am underscore Sana. Emily. Awesome. You can follow me on all social platforms at Emily Mayheller. Guys, you, you already know. Linda is so girly all across <laughs> social media. Hit me up. Thank you for the DMs. Thank you for the juicy tea. All that. Keep them coming. Um, yeah. We love you guys. Yeah. You guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. You can find me on Twitter at AshleyMarie0422. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we will see y'all next week. And really quick, we have our news and gossip show tomorrow. Linda and I our 90 day news weekly. So uh, you can catch us there tomorrow at 10 PM Pacific standard time. See you guys. Bye guys. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows, whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.